0: Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1489 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur, seven days a week. Check out our free podcasting course so you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast, Fire Nation, Free freepodcastcourse.com. Now, let's chat with today's featured guest, Erica Glessing. Erica, are you prepared to ignite...
1: Oh, let's go. Yes. I am ready to ignite on your show. <laughs> Love it.
0: Erica believes when you tell your story, you change the world. As the CEO of Happy Publishing, she's a master of happiness and creative expression. Erica's a number one international best-selling author 18 times over and runs the company Happy Publishing to give bringers a bigger voice on the planet. Erica, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: Oh, all righty. Well, I have two great cats. No, <laughs> <laughs> fun. I've got some kids and a sweetheart and I have actually contributed now. I was counting up just for you for this show and I am looking at now 179 number one best selling authors with Happy Publishing. Wow.
0: So, I mean, that is better. the ripple effect <laughs> right there where you are just Ooh. giving people an opportunity to share their voice, their message, their mission with the world. It's just really exciting stuff. And what I kind of want you to do right now, Erica, because you've obviously built up an expertise in this area. So talk to us specifically about what your area of expertise is as you see it, and then kind of give us two value bombs, like two things that you think we need to know in this area of expertise that we probably don't.
1: That's interesting because when I looked at like the value bombs, um, I immediately went to like freedom is worth
0: it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Done.
1: That wasn't really having to do with publishing. No, although-
0: and it's nothing that we don't know. We all we know that. I mean, what what don't we know, Erica? Like what's something that you figured out because you've created now like those hundreds of best-selling authors? What's some secrets? What's some tips, tools, tactics?
1: Yeah, so I love this one. So basically, first of all, I'm a third-generation publisher. I started writing in 1984 professionally as a news reporter for a little tiny newspaper, and I just kept building up my career. So it's not something I just jumped into. It's something that I was born to and then kept working on and honing over the years. And I actually can talk to the consciousness of a book. And I think one of the things that people are very mean to their books So, you know, it's their very first book. They've never written a book before. They've never done a book before. And it's kind of like how someone might be to their business. And then they say, okay, now you make me a million (laughs) dollars. And it's like, what have they done for the book? You know, what have they done to cultivate an audience? What have they done to set like the stage for the book to succeed? What other things have they put in place around the book that give it kind of a happy nest to live in? Instead, they just look at it and they're like mean to it and they're like, perform now.
0: (laughs) So what should they do?
1: (laughs) Well, what you want to do is you want to start, first of all, a book is part of a whole. So when a, a whole being is not like a digging hole. So a book is part of a contribution. And it does best when augmented. So it does best in an environment of speaking engagements, coaching, coaching. Uh, online classes, membership sites. A book does really well in kind of that big, warm environment where it can leverage everything else and not just be it.
0: So you're saying within your book, it should be leading towards something else, like a course, like a community. Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, No, actually, a book can stand alone as an entity that has a whole lot to contribute to the planet. So a book can change the world, I mean, flat out. Your book can change the world. You can change- So
0: Erica, I'm still kind of waiting for some kind of tactic. I'm still waiting for some kind of expertise that you have about the area of writing books that, that we should know about.
1: Well, you know, that's interesting that you bring it up as though and as if there were one big piece of knowledge that could serve like every human being on the planet. I would say go with something that you know that you can teach that you teach differently than anyone else and then when you write it write it with confidence so write it with from a place of knowing and this will serve your audience and don't don't sit it's kind of like when you're writing a best-selling song if you're just sitting there trying to make money when you're writing it 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 might not make bestseller, but if you really get in deep into something that moves you, changes you, has somehow done something in your life that is different than anything else, uh, that will stir people and change others. So you want to allow yourself to just feel deeply. And I don't know that that's going to be like so unique. I don't promise to be unique. It's more like... It's more like really jumping into your expertise in a way where you get moved and you change and then you share with others how you did that.
0: Erica, what's something you've changed your mind about? Like, what do you used to believe recently that you no longer believe today?
1: You know, I was looking at that and I think the world is so different than it was when I was a kid. And I was telling my kids the other day, they're teenagers, like, you know, I didn't have phone. I had a phone in the kitchen, you know, like a real phone. And my my daughter just looks at me <laughs> and she's like, you didn't have a phone that you carried around? <laughs> like,
0: but I don't want. I don't want years ago. Yeah. I just want six no. months ago. I just want something right. that you've changed your mind about in the last six months.
1: Right. So what that has done, that technology, that flow, is it's made the world a global place. So I would say seventy percent of my authors now are from different countries than my own, and that's pretty different. Like it used to be that I would really seek out uh, authors in my own area or in you know in my own region or at least in the United States. Now I would say it's just a complete global community. and I really feel I've shifted that awareness of like the authors that would like to contribute to the planet with me as their publisher. It's really shifted to global within, you know, the last six to eight months, I'd say.
0: Now let's talk about your journey as an entrepreneur and specifically within that journey, I want to hear about the worst moments, the lowest of the low. So Erica, what is that worst entrepreneurial
1: moment? Oh God. I just remember ordering all these books when my first book came out and I just ordered so many and I put thousands of dollars into marketing and I can't even tell you how few copies I sold. I didn't know what SEO was yet. It was 2006. I didn't know how to put keywords up for it. I didn't know how to let people find it. And I remember carting these books to a speech I was giving. I go in, everybody was super nice. And I don't think I sold, I think I sold like, you know, three books or something, which didn't even, I had a big old cart, didn't even pay for the gas. And I was like, huh, Uh. huh? Like, okay, I did it. I did did the book. I published the book. I had a publisher. I was like, what is going on? And that was kind of a rock bottom moment in my, you know, book journey.
0: So let's kind of get more into that. I mean, you wrote the book. You published the book. You ordered all these copies. I mean, you were trucking them around with you. You were trying to sell them. Looking back now, like in hindsight, like what were the mistakes you made? You know, you said SEO kind of vaguely, but specifically, like what were the mistakes that you made that now you're here 10 years later in 2016? You'd be like, Erica, tisk tisk tisk.
1: <laughs> well... I wasn't willing to, to help people figure out what the book was. So I wasn't, the book didn't know who it was. Like, I wasn't willing to help do the keywords and help figure out the phrases and help figure out the domain names and help figure out how to get people to find it. And it's funny because the next book I did, Happiness Quotations, I actually got the dot com before I wrote the book. I'm like, I am not making that mistake again. And then I also found out there were 100,000 global monthly searches for the term happiness quotations Hmm. before I wrote the book. So I knew I was going to contribute to happiness on the planet. That's my favorite subject to write about. And then I knew that it already had an audience. And then I tapped into how to have the audience come to my – that's how I ended up with 60,000 fans on Facebook. It's just so easy to find. So (laughs) it's a big key learning.
0: 10 years later you launched yeah. another book with a new mentality and, and everything shifted fire nation so listen if something didn't work the first time it doesn't mean give up quit go away it means hey let me examine what i did wrong and let me see how i can shift and maybe do some things right and i can tell you one you know one of those steps needs to be find people who have come before you who have experience who have sold books who have gone down that path and learn from them because we're all standing on the shoulders of giants and you know for me that's that was an aha moment in podcasting, Erica. What would you say one of your your greatest aha moments is today to tell us that story?
1: I love that story. Thank you so much for asking. So it was 2014, and I was sitting there. I was having dinner in uh, San Francisco. We were overlooking the ocean, and it was this lady named Carly. And we were looking at Happy Publishing, and we were kind of looking at it like third person, like not like it's Erica's business, right? We were just kind of like putting it outside of us. And then we're going, okay, what would it take for everything to change? And it goes bestseller status. And I swear to gosh, John, I was like, no way. I cannot do that. <laughs> I am not up for that. I do not have that kind of money. I do not have that. Right? I'm, oh, my gosh. I went to the biggest resistance. And then I went, huh? Huh. What would the world be like if, you know, 100 and I was thinking like a hundred people became number one, bestselling authors with happy publishing. And it was like this huge, yes, like I could feel it. Like it was like palpable. And I went, huh, that would really help all those people. I went, and I just said, okay. And I came back and I had some authors I was working with. <laughs> I go, Okay, guys. January because it's November. I go, we're gonna be all number one best selling authors. But see, they hadn't like bought into that when they had signed up with me. So they were kind of like, "What the heck is she up to?" (laughs) And I made everybody change everything in the whole, like the whole of Happy Publishing. I don't know if you could even feel the energy of it. It was like, "What?"
0: (laughs) So let's kind of walk through that though. So you made that mindset shift. You got people on board. January comes. What happens? (laughs)
1: Well, it wasn't as easy as it sounds. (laughs) So it starts with a mindset shift. But um, well, what I ended up doing was I had authors coming up. So I always have authors for future books that are engaged with happy publishing before whatever book comes out, like next week, I'll have authors lined up for, you know, the next quarter, right? Maybe the next six months. So I just took all the authors from the future who were already in contract with me. And I said, okay, guys, (laughs) we're not going to do this alone. And what I'm going to, what I offered was everybody who helped get the first book to number one, those authors would help the second book and so forth. And so everybody agreed and committed to help, say, three books. And then that way I was able to pull in uh, more authors into the picture. And really, bestseller is about numbers. And so when you have a huge contingent of people that support the book, you know, you can get bestseller.
0: Now let's kind of talk about your lessons that you learned from this. I mean, you obviously had this epiphany, this aha moment, you took action, you know, you put things out there and that's one thing that I kind of want to take away is Fire Nation, make a statement, make it public, like say it to your friends, your family, say it to your listeners, your fans, your audience, you know, fill in the blank, like just say it. Like the world, the universe needs to hear what your intentions are. That's just a reality. You need to hear it. You need to be saying these things to yourself. That's why I'm a big fan of journaling. You put it down on paper, like it's gotta be there in print. You see it, you imprint it in your mind, in your subconscious, in your conscious, and the wheels start moving. So what's your biggest takeaway, Erica? What do you wanna make sure that Fire Nation gets from your aha moment story.
1: Yeah, I mean absolutely do the journal with with uh, you know entrepreneur on fire, go get the journal because honestly you start writing down where you want to be. What you're doing, you're getting these neural pathways set up before they actually exist. So for me the road to bestseller didn't exist yet. So the first time it was hard for everyone to get their arms around it and but when I just stayed completely firm on it, committed to it, I wrote it down, I wrote, you know, happy publishing authors will become number one best selling authors. I completely committed to it. That meant we all had to kind of get our arms around actions we would never done before. You know, if you've never done something before, it doesn't feel the same, right? It's like it's like going out and trying out for the basketball team when you've played hockey, you know? You're <laughs> like, what Good am analogy I doing? you know? <laughs> so you gotta it's not gonna get there day one. It's not gonna feel the same as a sport you've done before. So you wanna uh, just uh, keep committing to it. I love what you just said about setting your intention. I'm a firm believer in that. I actually, that's something that I actually practice every single Sunday. I do write down my intentions for the week. I look at my intentions for the month and the year, and I look at where I am compared to where I set out to be. Unluckily, I make movement. <laughs> And then I look at what blockages are in place that is not allowing me to, you know, grow beyond my limit.
0: Yeah. And if you don't make movements, at least, you know, at least, you know, you're not making movements. And that's the key as well, at least to recognize that. So Erica, bringing things to today, what are you most fired up about right now?
1: I'm so excited about uh, building your book as brand. I am so thrilled to help. It's mostly solopreneurs, but I'm doing a couple like managers of real estate companies. But um, I'm working with authors on their own solo books. And that's a very different animal than the group books. I've done quite a few group books. And so um, I'm working on this and I built a free masterclass about that. So I'm super excited about building your book as your brand. Ah!
0: Well, I'm super excited, Erica, about the lightning round. So Fire Nation, don't you go anywhere because we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Finding the right candidates for your next hire is a big job that can take a ton of time and bandwidth. But the payoff is that when you do find that perfect candidate, you get back that time and bandwidth. If you're looking for quality candidates who can help you free up your time and bandwidth and grow your business, then ZipRecruiter.com can help. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or in industry nationwide. Just post once and qualify candidates will start to roll into Zip Recruiter's easy-to-use interface. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, Fire Nation, try it free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. As we approach the end of another year, it's time to ask ourselves an important question. Did I accomplish everything I set out to do in 2016? If you still have items on your to-do list related to choosing your business entity or trademarking your next great idea, then LegalZoom wants to help. Wouldn't it be great to have an attorney you can trust to help guide you along without breaking the bank? Expensive legal fees and questions shouldn't stand between you and making your dreams a reality. That's why LegalZoom was created, to provide a way for you to confidently navigate the legal system with upfront pricing and complete transparency that includes legal advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys licensed in 48 states they won't charge you by the hour since LegalZoom isn't a law firm there's no time like the present to take control of your future at LegalZoom.com enter EOF in the referral box at checkout to save even more at LegalZoom.com do it now Fire Nation that's LegalZoom.com Erica, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's go there. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: You know, I think it was fear of the unknown. It was uh, fear, could I make all that money on my own? Because I made good money when I worked. So I wasn't like poverty stricken when I I had good jobs. So it was more like, could I build the infrastructure for a Business. You know, I wasn't, I was raised as a writer. So to become a publisher, it was just fear. And then I just had to keep getting over it.
0: What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: One of the things with Access Consciousness is a uh, practice with Dr. Jane here. And he says, don't go into conclusion, ask questions. So I like to ask questions like, how could I be different today from yesterday? How could I outperform and outcreate yesterday? And that's from Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness.
0: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: I have to say, journaling. I journal. I, I journal. Uh, I journal all the time. I write down my gratitudes and I write down where I want to be. Uh, right about now, I do all of 2017. So I write down. What would it be like? It's now December 2017. What's going to be different? You know, could I live in, I love where I live, but could I live somewhere even better? That Mm. kind of thing. I'm
0: going to have to send you a Freedom Journal. Send me your address. (laughs) Done. Share Uh, an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation.
1: So one of the things I've been playing with right now is a voice note to speech, which is a speech to text on Chrome. You can actually turn it on on your desktop or phone and you can just speak, and it will uh, create words. And so I'm pray- I'm, I love to write with my hands, but I'm playing with writing with my voice.
0: If you could recommend one book, Erica, what would it be and why?
1: One of the books that changed my life a lot was by someone named Ryan Blair. Because I wanted to give someone different for your listeners than some of the ones. I love some of the lists that you have at the back end of, of the best books yeah. to read. Um, He wrote a book called Nothing to Lose, Everything to Gain. And he actually went from being a gang member to running a huge Mm. billion dollar company uh, as an entrepreneur. He has a new book out too, but I love Nothing to Lose, Everything to Gain by
0: Ryan Blair. Erica, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you and everything you have going on. And then we'll say goodbye.
1: Alrighty. So happypublishing.net slash books is my free masterclass on building your book. So happypublishing.net slash books is a free class I built. Um, I took a lot of time on it. And I'd love it if your listeners would enjoy it with me. And then the next thing I would part with is just really express yourself, express yourself in video, express yourself in podcast. express yourself in books. You're going to change people when you do that and just really open up and express yourself. You'll change the world.
0: Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with EG and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Erica, that's E-R-I-C-A, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. Timestamps, links galore. And of course, happypublishing.net slash books. Get over there. It's a killer masterclass that Erica spent a lot of time on Fire Nation. And Erica, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Erica today. And goals equal success. And with freedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. So I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Finding the right candidates for your next hire is a big job. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com fire. That's ziprecruiter.com fire.